Good Monday to you. What a weekend. What a weekend. You saw the Champions Tour get some nice weather. Road America looked spectacular yesterday on national TV. And uh, the Brewers finally got a win. <laughs> After that long, I didn't think, I thought uh, looking at, uh, you know, the weekend and the way the Brewers were playing, boy, I tell you what, I was holding my breath yesterday because I thought, holy mackerel, they will not have won a game since the last time you and I talked and maybe for the last week. And then lo and behold, they finally got the win yesterday. But uh, it has been, it has been ugly bad um baseball for lack of a better term for the last uh, for the last week leading up to yesterday's win finally finally uh, I'm Bill Michaels the Bill Michaels show Ben Kenny producing 877-867-1670 877-867-1670 you can find us uh, over on the Facebook fan page great place to go you can always watch the program there we appreciate it when you do uh, you can also see us over on YouTube. Go to youtube.com slash Bill Michael Show. Subscribe absolutely free there. You can find us on Twitch TV. Twitter, it's at Bill underscore Michaels, at Bill underscore Michaels, or at Ben Z. Kenny. And uh, Ben, so you, uh, Friday, you and I were off. Nice long weekend. And uh, you uh, went to the uh, AmFam Championship. So how was it? Oh, it was great. I, I guess I was off, but I off also meant working for me but if work is walking a golf course for three days right i'm down to do that any day of the week it was great uh last year was like 95 degrees and brutally hot this year Mm -hmm. it was cloudy the sun kind of stayed away the rain stayed away for the most part good golf uh farve and jeter were there on saturday it was it was entertaining definitely so you gotta ask the 800 pound you know elephant in the room did anybody ask Favre about the situation in Mississippi? No. The okay. only non-question relating to the Pro-Am that was asked was if he watched the match and if he had any thoughts right. on whether other people should you know, partake in it. And he said, no. I, his direct quote was, I did not watch the match, and I don't want to hurt anyone's feelings because I know in the past if I had said that, it might have. Oh. <laughs> so, in other yeah. words, I didn't want to make Aaron upset. Pretty much. By saying I didn't watch it. Well, well, how about that? But, no, I do find a little bit of irony, though, in, you know, the charity golf outing in light of all that is happening. Uh, yes, I, I 100% agree with you. Um, it was – well, let me ask you this, though. Was it at least an exciting weekend? Did you have fun? Because you're, you're the golf enthusiast. Now, I love golf. Don't get me wrong. But you're the one that wanted to get out on the golf course, walk around, and just kind of take it all in. So did you enjoy it? Oh, no doubt. On Sunday, there were nine guys tied for the lead on the back right. nine. So it was chaos. Um, it was really good golf. And it's really cool, especially for me as someone who plays University Ridge a lot, it's really cool to see those guys come through and rip it up. So, yeah, it was a pretty dramatic finish. Thong Chai JD was, became the first guy from Thailand to win on that tour. So it, it was great. Somebody has just, uh, and I don't know, uh, I, I, over the weekend, somebody had come to me and said, hey, I want to play golf. It's, it's like a friend of mine, and I'm trying to go through my head in the weekend now what all I did. Uh, we went downtown on Friday. We went to a, an event on Saturday, had kind of a Sunday fun day here at the house yesterday. 
I'm trying to think, but we were out on Saturday or no, on Friday night. And somebody had come up to me and said, Hey, I've got a foursome to university Ridge. Now you've played there in this and that. And I, I'm like, no, I, I, I've never played university Ridge. You know, oddly enough of all the places I have played in the state of Wisconsin, that's not one of them. I've never played university Ridge. So, uh, interesting, but I got, I can't remember it now. I don't know why I'm waxing, uh, you know, out loud about that, but nevertheless. So uh, the fact that now, did you see guys? Because when I, whenever you go to a golf tournament, you always look for this. Did you see guys like play the course the way you would think in your head you should play it, that they could actually do it, or did you see guys end up in the same weeds, in the same circumstance, in the same predicament, screaming the same profanities as you? Uh, both. I actually saw <laughs> Fred Couples is a name that will obviously ring with oh, a lot I love of people. Fred Couples. There's a the par four fourth is impossible. It is a crazy mm-hmm. hard drive uphill with uh, anything right is dead. And then another huge uphill approach shot, and he hit it in the rough and had to lay up, which I only ever do. I've never reached the mm-hmm. green in two there. So he played it like that. Mark Calvecchia actually in his second round shot an 83. So that made me a little happy to see. I, I must admit. Okay. There were some definitely ejector buttons hit. Some people went like double, triple bogey in, in a three-hole stretch, which made me Now, proud. when that happened, though, did you walk past Calcavecchia and go, hey, Mark, <laughs> me too. <laughs> if I didn't have my credential on, no doubt. No doubt. <laughs> I've always wanted to do that. There, You know, there's there's some guys you just watch, and you can see it. You know, the day is starting to unravel. The struggles are becoming very real. And you feel their pain because you are, you've done exactly what it is they've done. And you've just wanted to go, you know what? Been there, done that. But then you're, in essence, bringing them down to your level rather than them raising you up to theirs. And you, you don't want to offend them. But I've been there. I, I've been standing on a course and wanted to go, you know, hey, I was, in the, I was in the weeds over there, man. I get it. I know how, you know, but you don't ever say anything, you know. But it's also kind of like your fantasy football team. If if I start going to the guys standing next to me, it's like, oh, when I played this hole, I did this and this. It's like, they don't really care at all. No, they don't you care. Know? <laughs> no, no. Who are you to tell them? You know, right? Exactly. Uh, 877-867-1670. The big story that is the most non-story, and it just... um. It, 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 I got up this morning and I started watching and then I thought, okay, I got to go read this and then I got to listen to this and then I got to go back and read it. And I'm thinking, where in the hell is it? the big story? That's a non-story was what Devontae Adams said in comparison, Aaron Rodgers to Derek Carr. Did you see this, Ben? Did you play this? Do we have the audio of this? I saw the headline. I can dig up. I, I never saw the video. I, I yeah, saw okay. everyone it, tweet about it, it. We don't even have to. It, it's the dumbest thing. Where he said, as far as talent goes and ability, it's real similar if I'm keeping it real. Uh, when, when he was asked specifically about the comparison between Aaron Rodgers and Derek Carr, this is the most non-story story there is. And this is, I, look, I get it. Right now, coming into this, pro- let, me, let, me, let me give you, for those listening, coming into this program today, you think, okay, what is hot you want to talk about, right? What do you want to do? And one thing I won't do is make crap up. It just because the credibility just goes right out the window. So I'm sitting here this morning and I'm like, what are we going to talk about? Well, it was a beautiful weekend at Road America. We the state of Wisconsin again on display. It was really cool. It was great to see. 
you know, Joseph Newgarden getting the win and collecting the extra mill because he's won on both circuits now and the whole thing. Really, really cool. Neat day out at Road America. Great. Okay. AmFam Championship. Again, cool display. University Ridge looked awesome. And I was talking about the opportunity now to play because I've never played it before. Really cool. Brewers finally get a win. They have looked terrible in this stretch. Okay. We're going to talk about that. But then I'm like, what else is there? The, the, you don't have bucks. The NBA Finals, other than the fact that that Steph Curry, his dad and mom, divorced, and now they're throwing down with the other couple that they were throwing down with, which is just a weird story within itself, uh, there's not a whole lot there, okay? you got the Celtics and the, and the Warriors going back at it. Okay, great. Okay, so then you sit here and, and you try to be legitimate about stuff. You, you think of all these different topics. You know, obviously, you've got Lamar Jackson. You've got him right now with the unsigned contract and what's going to happen there. Tariq Hill talks about Tua being more accurate than Patrick Mahomes, and there's something to grab onto there. But when you start to sit down and you think about this Devontae Adams thing, you're like, wait a minute. He, he did it as diplomatically as he could. In the comparison, and basically he did nothing to slander Aaron Rodgers, and all he was trying to do was just elevate his guy a little bit. That's it. There's nothing more there. Nothing. When the Raiders acquired got uh, the all-pro wide receiver Devontae Adams in March, it, it, it goes with this. It says, recently a quote from Adams, raised eyebrows. Raised eyebrows. It all started when Adams was asked to compare the Las Vegas quarterback Derek Carr to his previous signal caller, future Hall of Famer, Aaron Rodgers. And he basically went on to compare himself to Jerry Rice. He said, look, I think I'm a great wide receiver, but Jerry Rice is a Hall of Famer. But my body of work is not complete. Jerry Rice, he put it all together. His stats, his numbers, his career, it's all right there for everybody to dissect. So Derek Carr, he's kind of saying Derek Carr is the up-and-comer. His career is not complete yet. Aaron Rodgers on the back nine of his career, we all know that. And look at what he's done. Look at the accomplishments he has. He's got a ring. He's got back-to-back -back MVPs. He's, he's, he's accomplished. You know, and then he says, as far as talent, talent and ability, they're similar. If I'm keeping it real, there's things probably Derek Carr can do that Rodgers doesn't necessarily. But Rodgers can do damn near everything. And Carr's a very good quarterback, probably a little bit of an underrated quarterback, has not played on the best of teams. But he's he's elevating his guy. And oh, my God, it's like somebody just just bee slapped Aaron Rodgers. Oh, it's a backhanded comment. Oh, Rodgers, another guy that's leaving that that doesn't get along with his quarterback. Did you see the picture of Rodgers and Devontae over the weekend? They're together. It, it, you know, it, there, there's nothing to see here. In all of this, as much as I would love to sit here and say, oh, my goodness, Listen to this. Listen to what was said. Another guy leaving that Green Bay Packers locker room and throwing a dagger over there towards Aaron Rodgers. And blah, blah, blah. No, no, there's none of that. They're good. They're, they're good. They're, 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 they're friends. They have great respect for one another. Uh, what Rodgers had to say about Devontae wanting to leave was very much class. What Devontae said in the comparison was very much class. These two guys have conducted themselves tremendously, and there is nothing to see here. But everybody wants to make something out of it. Just drove me nuts. Just drove me nuts. You know? Just drove me nuts. That's That, that, was, uh, that was really it. There's, there's nothing more than that. Am I off base on that there, uh, Ben? Or, or do you see it differently, or am I just uh, smoking the green and gold rope? 
I agree. And the worst part about it, I think, was it's not like people were talking about the whole answer and the whole response to the question. Right. They were talking about the one sentence with mm-hmm. just completely devoid yep. of context. So I'm, right. I'm with you. It's ridiculous. Yeah, it was it was it was the basically I will say this. I saw the blurb on the NFL Network and then I saw and I posted the story regarding Yahoo Sports where they talked about it. OK, but then I saw the four letter network this morning and I thought this is really this is wrong. This is this is may this was their headline grabber. In other words, we got nothing. There's nothing else going on in the world of sports right now that really intrigues us. Uh, you had a six hour rain delay in the college baseball World Series. OK, you know, just something that was just out of the norm, something outstanding. And still you're down to you got two more games today, I think, that decide the final four. But beyond that, there was not there was not a whole lot this weekend. You had just baseball, baseball, golf, and racing. That's what you had. Sit back, relax, enjoy it. Well, we got the Brewers to discuss because the Brewers stink on ice right now, and we all know it. And will they bounce back? Do you have faith that they'll bounce back? We'll get into all of that. But the, regarding what Devontae Adams had to say, this is the entire statement of what Devontae Adams had to say. Take a listen. Ooh, that's a tough question. I mean, it's tough to compare. It's, it's really apples and oranges. Um, Derek, Derek, I mean, it's just it's just such a different ball game. I mean, obviously you have Aaron who's cemented as, you know, one of the best quarterbacks to ever play the game. And, you know, that's just like comparing me to like Jerry Rice. You know, it'd be tough to do because Jerry's put together what he's done and it's, it's undeniable respect for him. Um, and me, I'm still, I'm still going, and there's still a lot that I got to do to be able to be mentioned with Jerry, and I, and I'm aware of that, and I think Derek is also aware of that, um, you know, from a big picture. But as far as talent and ability, I mean, it's really similar. If you, if, if I'm keeping it real, Derek's arm strength and and they throw the ball a lot different. Like Derek is going to fire it in there, and you you're going to know that things coming quick. And Aaron's got the ability to just kind of tighten that core up and just flick the ball to you. So the the release is a lot different, but being able to get the ball to you late, you know, if they see you coming out of a break, not many quarterbacks can get it to you before you get to the sideline, you know, if you're outside the numbers already. But having two guys like that with really strong arms and understand the game and, um, you know, the mental part of it is another similarity that they have is they both obsess over it and and they know everything that's going on out there. A lot of times I've seen Aaron call out a blitz when the safety's, you know, 17 yards off the ball, just kind of creeping back there. He said in practice, hey, he's coming. And I'm like, what? And then, sure enough, dude comes flying on the snap from 17 yards down the field. So I've seen that from Aaron. And then I've seen Derek literally give me a check that didn't make any sense to me before in college. Here, same thing. And, you know, we, we scored a touchdown on it. So a um, lot of similarities, but but much different. And I think Derek is in a position where he's he's chasing to, to be one of those all-time greats like that, which is, like I said, um, that's not a slight on Derek whatsoever. I wouldn't be here if I was, if I was slighting Derek. But There you go. He just goes on. It, there's nothing controversial there. So we'll probably discuss it a little bit when Mike Clemens joins us later today. Last hour of the program, Mike's going to be here in studio with me. And then we're going to talk a little bit more about the Packers, the OTAs. Yesterday, the charity softball game. Can't uh, can't go anywhere without talking a little bit about that. Uh, the Packers, uh, the Packers past and the Packers present going off against one another yesterday uh, up at uh, Neuroscience Field. So we'll get into that discussion a little bit later on. But uh, but that was it. There was nothing to see here. So if you woke up today and you really haven't heard it and you're worried about the controversy and did somebody slight somebody and what actually happened, uh, yeah, bye, 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 whatever. 
Nothing to see here. All good. But there is something to see. And uh, what we're not seeing is consistent offense, and that is the uh, Milwaukee Brewers who are not playing good baseball right now, to say the very least. Going to talk about that when we come back. Stay tuned. More of the Bill Michael Show coming up right after this. Ready? This is the Bill Michael Show on the Wisconsin Sports Zone Radio Network. It Wabam got run off the road. A little Wabam over the weekend, as a matter of fact. Uh, W-A-B-A-M. I saw Ryan Stefano's car got a little bit chewed up last night at Slinger Speedway. But uh, I'm sure if he uh, takes some of his own cleaning products, he'd probably clean that thing right up. No problem. Uh, check out our friends at Wabam. W-A-B-A-M. Go to getwabam.com. That is getwabam.com. And uh, I used I got out and cleaned the motorcycles up over the weekend and uh, used this stuff on the fairing. And I'm telling you, it's fantastic. Bugs fall right off. I put it all over the front of my car. And uh, when I used the uh, pressure washer on, I mean, there's nothing. There's no stains. There's no nothing. It's perfect. So you get the whiplash. You put that on your fairing, on the front of your car, whatever, or the ceramic coatings. Go to getwabam.com. Get W-A-B-A-M. And the Wabam race team was out and about this weekend, too, like I had mentioned. So uh, check uh, check out Ryan DeStefano and his group out there racing on the local tracks. But go to getwabam.com. That is getwabam.com. Again, for those watching on the Bud Light live stream, you see it, getwabam.com. So the the, the Brewers, um, boy, I tell you what, that, that's just, that, that's, that's not great. I, I don't even know how to tell you. It's just been bad baseball, for lack of a better term. I do want, real quick, I want to go back to this. Um, because I know Devontae Adams uh, became this topic of conversation, and we're going to end up hearing more from the, about this later on in the program. But he did say that, you know, he and this is not something that came out of the blue. We, we heard about this before, about how uh, when, when uh, Derek Carr's brother, David, had been talking about how these two have been trying to get together for a while. Devontae Adams says he and quarterback Derek Carr, they've been working out together for almost six years. We, we were working out together for the first six years of, of our you know NFL career anyway because we lived right down the street from each other once I moved up to Danville. So, I mean, we were throwing probably three times a week for, you know, five, six years. So, um, had about a two-year gap when, when they, you know, the team moved out here. But uh, basically picked up where we left off. And, you know, we both are so committed and, and obsessive over our craft to where, um, you know, even today I messed something up at the end of practice, you know, uh, just a, a subtle thing. And we go back out there after to go, you know, I just want to feel that and do because that's the way we did it before. Anytime, you know, if he didn't if he didn't like a ball he threw in a period, he had me go stand in a spot that I, w- that I would have been catching the ball. And then he'll fire it until, you know, he liked how he threw it, which is usually, you know, one more pass. But um, when you got two dudes that have worked together and already built up a lot of camaraderie and, you know, have a close friendship, I feel like that makes it so much easier kind of getting back and gelling, um, you know, the way you were before. And then he was asked about the relationship between him and Aaron Rodgers, specifically uh, as he was being traded and, uh, you know, over to the uh, Las Vegas Raiders. And he kind of cleared up a lot of things here. Take a listen. 
We've talked multiple times, and you know we talked throughout the whole process too. And he was he was aware of uh, you know where I stood, and I was aware of where he stood. And we we had talks just like what he said um, the other day. He mentioned we had talks about his future and what he what he thinks his his duration in Green Bay or just football in general would look like. And you know that played into into my decision as well because you know where I'm in my career. Um, you know, and this isn't a shot at anybody. Any other quarterbacks are, you know, on the, in Green Bay. You know, I love Jordan Love, especially. He's a he's a great guy. But, you know, I just I got I got aspirations of doing really really big things and and being remembered. And I just you know it just it wasn't really a point in my career that I was willing to to sacrifice. Um, you know, Aaron not being there. You know, after a year or two. So. Um, my decision was to be here, and, and he respected that. He understood that, you know, it has a lot to do with where I want to raise my, my kids, you know, family, being closer to home. I mentioned that to you guys when I first came up here. You know, I hadn't, my, my grandparents never seen me play in eight years, so to be able to have my family closer and, you know, the, the suites are a lot more expensive here, but now I can have all the, pack the suite out with the family and uh, and, and kind of do that whole thing. So we, we've had a lot of great talks. He was in the, the match. I'm sure you all know about that. And, wanted me to um, go play a practice round with him in the morning, and I definitely would have gone and done that, but we had uh, we had practice here. So, But, yeah, we've had a lot of good talks, man. He he understands where, I, where I'm coming from. I understood where he was coming from, so we kind of just left it at that. That statement is more telling about other things rather than the relationship with Aaron Rodgers and Devontae Adams. First of all, he seems to think that it's one or two years. I don't know if if you got all of that, but he seems to think, you know, hey, he talked about the duration of Aaron Rodgers, and then he said, no offense to Jordan Love, but I got aspirations to do great things. The bottom line is, hey, I want somebody that's going to be with me for the next four, five, six years to be throwing me the football so I can do my thing to solidify my venture towards not only a championship, but also towards the Hall of Fame. I mean, that's what he's saying. And he's saying, look, I got maybe a year or two left with Aaron Rodgers in Green Bay, and no offense to Jordan Love, but he's not the guy. I love Jordan Love, especially he's a he's a great guy, but <laughs> right, but here comes that butt. He's dropping that butt on you. But that ain't the dude. I want to go where I'm gonna get the football. I want to go where I'm gonna have the stats. I want to go where I have a legitimate shot of winning. Not just now or this year or next year, but for the next four or five years at least, as I put my resume together for a gold jacket. That that's what he's efforting towards. That, that's a loud statement. Two parts. One is saying he thinks Rodgers has a year, maybe two. Because he talked about his duration in football. And then Jordan Love ain't the dude. That's a, that's a loud statement. That's a loud statement. He moves on, though. He was asked what's more exciting, uh, you know, the day he was drafted and he's going to, going to the Green Bay Packers for the NFL or now – that he's got a change of scenery and he's going back to play with a guy that helped him get to the NFL and Derek Carr and going to the Las Vegas Raiders. Equally excited. I'm equally excited. It's different. Um, going to Green Bay, you're a kid finally being able to fully fulfill your dream of playing in the NFL. So it's hard to, to beat that. But then, you know, following it up with coming back and playing for the team that you grew up loving, it's really hard to beat that too. So um, it's... It's tough to answer and, and give you one or the other, but I, I'll say it's equally exciting because both are, are dream come true for me. And, you know, I was able to give a lot and get a lot from Green Bay um, and, and the same now. I'm, I'm looking forward to being able to, you know, put obviously I've been compensated now. Now it's time for me to go, you know, do what I do for, for Vegas and, and enjoy my teammates here. So- 
So he was also asked, uh, could Derek Carr be as good as Aaron Rodgers? Take a listen. It's just it's just such a different ball game. I mean, obviously you have Aaron who's cemented as, you know, one of the best quarterbacks to ever play the game. That's just like comparing me to like Jerry Rice. You know, it'd be tough to do because Jerry's put together what he's done and it's it's undeniable respect for him. Um, and me, I'm still I'm still going and there's still a lot that I gotta do to be able to be mentioned with Jerry and I and I'm aware of that and I think Derek is also aware of that um, you know from a big picture but as far as talent and ability I mean it's really similar if you if, if I'm keeping it real Derek's arm strength and, and they throw the ball a lot different like Derek is going to fire it in there and you, you're going to know that things coming quick and Aaron's got the ability to just kind of tighten that core up and just flip the ball to you so the, the release is a lot different but being able to get the ball late you know if they see you coming out of a break not many quarterbacks can get it to you before you get to the sideline you know if you're outside the numbers already but having two guys like that with really strong arms and understand the game and um you know the mental part of it is a another similarity that they have is they both obsess over it and and they know everything that's going on out there a lot of times i've seen aaron call out a blitz when the safety's you know 17 yards off the ball just just kind of creeping back there he said in practice hey he's coming and i'm like what and then, sure enough, dude comes flying on a snap from 17 yards down the field. So I've seen that from Aaron. And then I've seen Derek literally give me a check that didn't make any sense to me before in college. Here, same thing. And, you know, we, we score a touchdown on it. So a lot of similarities, but but much different. And I think Derek is in a position where he's he's chasing to, to be one of those all-time greats like that, which is, like I said, that's not a slight on Derek whatsoever. I wouldn't be here if I was, if I was slighting Derek. But I don't think that I'm ready to compare myself to Jerry Rice just yet. We'll see when it's all said and done, um, you know, or after some more time, just to, to be fair um, overall. And, and I think the same is with Derek. We're, you know, we both chasing it and still got a lot in front of us. Then, uh, excuse me, then the, the question, look, the Packers offered you the same amount of money, if not more. Why'd you go to the Raiders? I'm sure everybody talks about, you know, you guys have heard Green Bay offered this, which is higher than what I was and all of that. And, and yeah, I'll, I'll say it, it, it was true. Okay, it was true. But like I said, there's much more that goes into it. And, and family is a big part of it for me. So geographically being here, it makes it a lot easier for me to stay connected to my family year round. And, you know, this is this isn't year two or I'm not trying to necessarily fight for a job or anything like that to where, you know, you got to do what you got to do. You got to stay out there. You know, I, I had the, the, the choice and the choice for, was for me to come here and, you know, raise my family on the West Coast and, and come out here and, and have some fun in the sun. There you go. Devontae Adams. A lot of, lot of depth there. A lot of depth there. I still think uh, that statement about Jordan Love, uh, that, uh, again, there's not a lot of positivity there. We'll, we'll see when Jordan Love gets his opportunity, but uh, you hope that this year he's able to at least raise his stock somewhat. In the meantime, got an idea here, or at least it was thrown at me. I want to see if you agree with it. So stay tuned. When we come back, I talk a little Brewers baseball. Brewers have not been playing good baseball lately. Got the win yesterday. Maybe that's putting the train back on the track. We can only hope. But, but, um, we'll, we'll see. Cause it's, it, it hasn't been good. So there is a suggestion on the table. We'll see if you, uh, you want to take to it or not. Stay tuned. We got a lot more of the Bill Michael show. It's all coming up, coming up right after this. This is the Bill Michael Show on the Wisconsin Sports Zone Radio Network. 
Welcome back. Went down over the weekend on Friday and saw Gino and the staff down in San Giorgio and Calderon Club. Actually went to both. Went to Calderon Club for appetizers and uh, had a couple of beverages there and then met some friends, went over to San Giorgio. Both places fantastic. Good crowd, uh, as a matter of fact. Uh, but it was just it was great to see everybody and get back down there and kind of reconnect a little bit. Uh, also uh, stopped in and had a tremendous pizza. Uh, some friends had come to town, and they had never been there. So had some tremendous pizza over at uh, San Giorgio, which uh, they, uh, you know, ate up at, I think, like midnight <laughs> later that night, the leftovers. But <laughs> rave reviews, as always, and if you're heading downtown, if you're going to maybe head down towards Summerfest, you're going to do some things in downtown Milwaukee. If you're coming from anywhere throughout the state of Wisconsin or anywhere within the sound of my voice, for that matter, uh, make sure you stop at Calderon Club and or San Giorgio, or both, like we did, and just enjoy yourself. They uh, they have the Bill Michaels pizza, and they also have the uh, the Bill Michaels dish, which is chicken marsala and penny pasta. They put it all together, and then they pair it up with Cider Boys down there, and uh, just really good stuff. So stop down, tell Gino and the gang, and Robin over at San Giorgio, we said hello, just like we did this past weekend, but tell them we sent you. We had a few people that actually were there that said, hey, come down here all the time, kind of their new favorite haunt. So uh, really, really good stuff, and thanks to everybody for uh, stopping down there and kind of supporting some of the uh, the places that we support and that support us. So thank you very much. Uh, so the uh, the Brewers, a half game behind the Cardinals, and um, getting the win yesterday, I guess the benefit through this whole stretch has been the Cardinals haven't just run away with anything. That is, they have not been able to consistently win. Uh, yeah, they, you know, they've kind of climbed back into this thing and they've taken over the lead of the Central, but they're not running away with it by any stretch of the imagination. And the Brewers are chugging along. Now, my buddy Steve, he says this. He says this. Uh, when the Brewers are playing poorly, don't talk about them. Mention their loss, move on. The less attention that is actually received while they're sucking is deserved. When management then realizes they're getting no attention, maybe then they're going to do something to improve this team. Now, my question to you is this. One, what do you think this team needs to do? What 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 are you packaging up? Because I, there was so much. Friday night and Saturday. Now, Friday night, we're sitting over at San Giorgio watching a game. And, I mean, it was just moans and groans and this sucks and he sucks and Yelich sucks and... Kane sucks, and it, it was just, I mean, it was a montage of bombastic comments regarding the, the play of the Milwaukee Brewers. And then, obviously, on Saturday, it just it got even worse. Uh, but that being said, so I look at it as the, throughout this entire, I don't know, you could throw a dart at a dartboard almost and say, you know what, things need to change. Change this, change that. I, I can't I can't argue with it. You know, I, I mean, I can't argue with it. The guy that's really playing well, and then you 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 want to get him back to complete full strength and ready to go is Narvaez. Rowdy Tellez still sitting at two fifty one. He's got you ten dingers on the season. Same with Hunter Renfro. Okay, beyond that, Yelich at least a two forty two. McCutcheon gets you a couple of knocks. Things are not terrible. But not not the not the way you want it. 
You know, not the way you want it by any stretch of the imagination. At least you've got in the last week, you got, uh, you know, uh, Christian Yelich giving you another dinger, right? Maybe, maybe that's going to be some. And, and also, the other thing is his on-base percentage is not terrible. It's not been awful. But, yeah, it's uh, it's it's not great either. I agree with you. 100%. But in the in most recent history, you can't yell about Christian Yelich. Because the dude's hitting the ball. Something has clicked. During this losing streak, I mean, he, he's been sticking it. I'm not going to argue with where he's at right now. He may come up in a situation that all of a sudden you either need a hit or you need a runner or you you got a man on scoring position, and, okay, he doesn't produce every time. But the dude's been hitting the ball. He's got multiple multi-hit games over the last week. Saturday he went three for five, two for five on Friday. He's he's only had a walk, but that's because he's getting on base. I'm not I'm – not, through this streak, through this bad stretch, I'm not I'm not killing on on Christian Yelich. There's other areas you can go kill on, but this is not it. This is not it. Not happening. 877-867-1670. 877-867-1670. Give us a shout. What do you think? Eight seven seven eight six seven sixteen seven. Where, where, if you're going to make a deal, Ben, what's the deal? Where, I mean, where is this team right now faltering so bad? I mean, I don't know if I'm going to make a deal at this point. If I'm being completely honest, I mean, I look at like, like it was a horrible stretch of baseball where even when Josh Hader is blowing a save, that's when you know it's just not going right for you. And a lot of the losses they took this week was because the starting pitching struggled. But I have confidence, obviously, in Corbin Burns being great. Eric Lauer has shown a lot this year. Adrian Hauser got hit hard. Ashby got crushed. It's like I, I am confident the starting pitching will return to a good level. So I don't know if making a deal right now is what this team needs. I just think they have to get healthier and start winning again, as, as basic as it sounds. Um, Yelich hitting leadoff, I love. I've been trying to call for that for a long time because he has the best on-base percentage take away uh, Omar Narvaez on the team. So I think council moving him up to lead off is smart. I just think they have to string a couple wins together, get a little healthier, get Woodruff back and the pitching has to be better. So I don't know if I'd make a deal. Yeah. I, I, I think it's all about health and just getting back into a rhythm and I'm not being naive here. I mean, had, you know, if the Cardinals were winning and all of a sudden the Brewers are finding themselves five, six games back, maybe you start to push the panic button but I still think baseball, really long season. It's a mar- We always say it's a marathon, not a sprint. It truly is. Uh, I, I, um, uh, Brian says, well, this team just can't hit consistently. A deal needs to be made. That's just it. Who are you dealing? You, I mean, you can just get rid of Lorenzo Cain, okay? I mean, I know people just want to do that. Okay, let's just, I'm not saying that, but let's just say you get rid of Lorenzo Cain. You're bringing somebody else in. You're making a deal for somebody else. And what are you giving up? Because you're not going to get some kind of a starting quality bat if you're not giving something more significant up. That's the point. 
877-867-1670. This portion of the program brought to you by our friends at Bud Light, talking to Brewers Baseball. Stay tuned. More of the Bill Michael Show. Give me your thoughts. What would you do right now if you're Brewers management? Or do you just stay the course, be patient, let this, th- let this thing roll into uh, July, and then go from there? Stay tuned. More of the Bill Michael Show next. Covering Wisconsin sports like a blanket, this is the Bill Michael Show on the Wisconsin Sports Zone Radio Network. Weekend, uh, there's a, a motorcycle ride benefiting uh, veterans and our our heroes. It uh, leaves Wisconsin Harley Davidson, but it's brought to you by uh, our good friends over there at Boondocks Barbecue and Brews, Burgers and Brews, and uh, we're going to end up there on Saturday. It starts out Saturday at Wisconsin Harley Davidson, ends up at Boondocks, and a terrific ride, a lot of fun. They've got the Breaking Cadence, the band playing after the fact. But going to be doing that ride uh, coming up on Saturday. So if you're looking for something to do and you're out there on the uh, the motorcycle of any type, stop out to Wisconsin Harley-Davidson this coming uh, this coming weekend. Uh, you can get more more information. Follow our friends over at Boondocks over on Facebook. You can follow Wisconsin Harley-Davidson for all the events as well. And uh, I will see you there. We're going to be a part of that. So looking forward to it coming up this Saturday. Uh, 877-867-1670. By the way, you can follow Boondocks uh Barbecue, burgers, and brews, uh, like I mentioned over on Facebook. But go to WISHD.com. That is WISHD.com. And you can see there for yourself uh, all the different events and such that they have going on. In addition to that, don't forget about coming up for the uh, the summer months. They have a lot of uh, great things happening out there. Good inventory as that continues to grow. And uh, dealing every day to uh, sell those new and used bikes to you guys and girls. But that also being said, they have uh, a, a big event coming up, which is the uh, Hometown Rally Labor Day weekend, and we're going to be a big part of that. So find out all the information there. Again, go to WISHD.com. That is WISHD.com, WISHD.com, Wisconsin Harley-Davidson. Um, so give up Adamus and Kane and a few prospects and get Cruz and Soto. Do you think that they're going to give up Cruz and Soto for Adamus and Kane? And prospects. Just just asking. If you were the GM making that deal, do you think you're getting the best of that deal? You know? Uh, David says, hey, Bill, sorry, what was the name of the club you went to on Friday? Calderon Club. C-A-L-D-E-R-O-N-E, Calderon Club, uh, on the corner of North Old World, 3rd Street, and uh, in I think it's not Highland, it's uh, State, downtown, Milwaukee, right there on the corner, right across the street from the Hyatt, Old World, 3rd Street. Great place. Uh, I I think, and, and just myself, like I said, Christian Yelich, uh, for, uh, Jack says, well, Christian Yelich really hasn't proven anything yet. No, I agree with that. I'm not, no, 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 and I've been staunch in this, okay? Look, a season is not made in a week. It's been six days. He's hit consistently for six straight games. He has taken his batting average from 218 to 242. He's taken his OPS from 673 to 708. That, that's getting it done. 
That's getting it done. I, I mean, I like that. I appreciate that. But that does not I agree with you. That does not make a season. 100% understand that. I never said it did. What I said was, through this stretch, I don't have a problem with Christian Yelich because he's getting a job done. So He's found something suddenly. So I don't have a problem with that. I'm not going to sit here and blame all of this on Christian Yelich like many have. And if you're doing that, then you haven't been paying attention. Because he's been one of the guys that's actually hitting the baseball, getting quality at bats. But and it's they got blanked by the Philadelphia Phillies ten to nothing uh, last Wednesday. They've plated some runs, but they're giving up a bunch of runs. That's that's part of the problem. Since they lost that game in extras against Chicago, um, they just they haven't been consistent. When it comes to pitching, because they lost that game four to three, then they won one five to four. Then they got blank seven to nothing, six to four, lost three to two, ten to nothing, eight to three, eleven to five, eight to six. You add those runs up, that pitching staff has just gone to hell. They're just giving up runs, chunks of runs. So it's not it's it's not just about timely hitting. It's about this pitching staff that has been the staple of success for them. It's just, it's just gone. They've been outscored 43-18 to 18 in the last week. 43-18. to 18. So I, I get it. You're looking at it going, need to get some more clutch hits. Need to get that big hit in the big inning. Understand all of that. But if you're giving up 43 runs... In six games. Come on, man. That ain't getting it done. That's not going to help you out. You know? 877-867-1670. 877-867-1670. If you want to give us a shout, do so. Matt says, uh, hey, Unit, I'm right there with you. I think the pitching has been poor. It's not been the hitting, uh, even though they have missed some opportunities. When you score that many runs or get that many runs scored against you, you're not going to win a lot of ball games. Council has to have patience and go back to sticking what, with what works. Well, but what works? It, it He's pushed some buttons. It's like starters aren't getting outs. Guys that are coming in aren't getting outs. Once the game's out of hand, you're not running out there your, your regulars, you know. I'm I'm just like just got to gotta relax. You got some injuries. You got to get through this stuff. I'm thinking, I, I know this sounds bad because we're only sitting here on June 13th. But if this team can stay within a couple of games ahead of or behind, by the time you get to the All-Star break, you get healthy, you should be good for your stretch run. You're, you're ready for the second half of this season. I'm not, I'm not freaking out. I'm not going overboard. I mean, don't get me wrong. I'm, I bet you this. I know David Stearns is probably working the phones a little bit. At the very least, they're trying to put a few things together where they would say, okay, this might be a fair deal. You know, you might want to start looking for this guy or that guy or this position or that position. But for the most part, nah. Nah, your concentration right now is just getting guys healthy. That's it. Just get guys healthy. Coming up in the next hour, we're still going to talk some Brewers baseball. We're still going to talk some Brewers baseball, but... Uh, shots, verbal shots, get into that when we come back.
This portion of the program brought to you by our friends over there at Burn Pit Barbecue. BurnPitBBQ.com. That's BurnPitBBQ.com. I did grilling over the weekend. Did you? Oh, we had a Sunday uh, group over here. Kind of an impromptu thing. Just said, hey, look, I'm going to go get some steaks and some prime rib and rubbed it down with some Burn Pit Barbecue sauce, rubbed it down with their rubs, got it all primed, threw it on the grill, and oh, sat at the Tiki Bar. What a great day it was yesterday. Oh, thanks to our friends at Robert's Specialty Meats and thanks to our friends at Burn Pit Barbecue. Go to burnpitbbq.com. That is burnpitbbq.com. More of the Bill Michael Show coming up next. The Bill Michael Show Podcast. Listen, rate, subscribe. 